Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Way Things Used to Be. I'm your host, Don Williams. You know, we have many ways to communicate with each other, you know, like what people used to have to do before there were communication devices, was you had to communicate, like, face-to-face, and then we could send letters in the mail, uh, we could send messages via carrier, carrier pigeon, somebody on a horse, whatever, uh, get a letter from one person to the other, uh, and then came the advent of the telegraph, and then the telephone, and so forth. And uh, one thing that uh, I have never covered on this podcast before, and uh, this is this is not new, this is something I used to do when I was a kid, um, tying two tin cans together with a long string and communicating with it. Yeah, you heard me right, two tin cans. Uh, what you do is you poke a hole in the bottom of each can and you tie a good sturdy string, um, you knot the, each end of the strings um, in the can, and then um, you pull the cans tight so that the string is tight. You don't want it to be loose. And what happens is when you talk into one can, it vibrates the string, which vibrates the other can. And it actually is, if it's done right, it's quite effective. It works really well. I've, I've done this. Um, a simpler way to do it instead of using uh, tin cans would be like uh, a couple of sturdy like Dixie cups or the plastic, uh, you know, party cups that you see uh, when it's, people have company over and they're doing a picnic and you get get out the plastic solo cups or whatever. Those would work too. But the tin cans are, are good and sturdy. Um, I would suggest maybe using a good, a good uh, fishing line that is a good, uh, like a 15 pound test line or, you know, something that's sturdy. So when you pull it tight, um, it's, it's not going to snap. Or break. I think when I was a kid, we used kite string or something like that. But uh, it, it really does work. It's it's a great form of communication uh, and fun when you're a kid. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a picture of this on the Facebook page, so you know what I'm talking about if you've never seen this before. But most of the people who listen to the podcast and most of the people who are part of the Facebook group, they're all kind of in my age range, so they, they would know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm sure you would know what I'm talking about, but I'll definitely post a picture because it is kind of fun. Another form of communication uh, that we had as kids was walkie-talkies. If you've ever played with walkie-talkies, uh, it, it was fun. You usually only had one channel, and I think it was channel 14, which is, I believe is on the Citizens Band radio range, uh, you know, like a CB radio. They range from, like, channels 1 through 40 or 1 through 23 or whatever. And I think 14 was pretty much a safe one uh, for kids to communicate on a, on a, on a walkie-talkie. I remember when I was a kid, uh, probably before I was 10, maybe 8 or 10, um, I had a couple of Star Trek communicator walkie-talkies. These were officially licensed uh, for the TV show Star Trek, with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. And although they were big and clunky and didn't really look like the ones on TV, they were so cool to have. They had a button on the side. You you hit it, and it flipped up the lid on the front, just like Captain Kirk's communicator. And uh, it had another button on the side that could, uh, it could send out a, a twin warp sound, is what they called it. And you could either send it through the speaker, or you could press the talk button and send it to the other walkie-talkie to let them know you're trying to get a hold of them. That was so fun. The The downside to that was, yeah, they were delicate. They were made out of plastic. They had a really long telescoping antenna. And often, 
antennas like that would break and those plastic lids would snap off. So my Star Trek communicators, you know, they finally bit the dust after a while. I wish I had taken better care of them because I'm looking on eBay at some of these things and uh, they're worth a small fortune in good condition, of course. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, two, uh, two very easy, simple forms of communication uh, uh, that I remember from my childhood. Um, and, you know, getting back to the walkie-talkie thing, we still use walkie-talkies today, but they are so different um, than the ones we played with as kids. Now they have upwards of 15 to 20 different channels. They're digital, and they can have a, a range of five to six miles, whereas the walkie-talkies I played with had like a three or 400-foot range, and that's about it. So anyway, we, we use walkie-talkies at work to communicate uh, between staff um, throughout the building and I know a lot of places do and and they're they're great they they they're built so much better than they used to be but uh, nothing nothing was more fun when you were a kid than pulling up that antenna on your walkie-talkie and talking into it and actually being able to communicate with somebody that was so much fun so anyway thank you for listening to me ramble on about uh, early forms of communication and uh uh, just more of my childhood memories. I appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. I appreciate you checking out the Facebook page, the way things used to be. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. God bless. And start enjoying this spring. The Way Things Used to Be is copyright 2023 by Don Williams. Music used in this production is copyright 2023 by Spotify for podcasters. Other music used is copyright 2001 Seagate Music Productions Incorporated and is used under license. Any other materials used in this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes only and is the sole property of the respective copyright holders.